This episode brought to you by crushing one childhood to build up another. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Screen Test. I am Chaz, and with me, as always, is the only man who is an ants apologist, the movie, not the animal, Aaron Milton. Uh, ants was a good movie, and I know it came out at the same time as A Bug's Life. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. You don't remember what we're talking about, though. I don't. <laughs> Last time we recorded was, what, two weeks ago, I think. A, a lifetime ago, Aaron. It feels like a lifetime ago. It feels like a really long time ago, and... I, I have this thing where, like, once I finish the podcast episode, I want to wipe my brain of it. And the reason why is because I, I want to be surprised when it releases, mm-hmm. and it's, like, totally fresh for me again because I don't remember yeah. being on it. I don't remember speaking on it. So I'm hearing fresh perspectives from me. Uh, when do you – so you just said you listen to our podcast post-production. I, every once in a while. Everyone – I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, that's right? where I'm getting – that's what I'm that's getting. That's kind of weird. That'd be like being in a band and wearing your band's T-shirt. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's lame. Like mm-hmm. that is lame. Like that's unquestionably lame. And, and that's basically what this would be. But sometimes what I'll do is I'll check in on things because you do the editing. Mm-hmm. So I sent you my side, you go and do all the editing there, but I don't know how that turned out. I have no clue how I sound right now. I, it's I, true. And, and we've had issues in the you. past. Yeah. I have mic issues all the time it's for true. some reason. <laughs> I keep buying new microphones thinking it's going to solve my problems and it doesn't solve my problems. So I'll check in usually just to hear like, how did that come out? Did it come out all right? Do I need to tweak mm-hmm. anything? Yeah. So when do you do your listening? Like, is there, when you do listen, is there a set place that, are you listening in the car, your office? Usually in my office. I also okay. want to note that I wouldn't, you, what I've been doing lately is on our Twitter, mm-hmm. at Screen Test Pod. Yep. Um, on our Twitter, I will usually post the episode on there as well. So usually I'll kind of do it a twofer. I'll, I'll pull gotcha. it up then. I'll listen to it real quick as I'm putting it up on uh, Twitter. I just feel like when your wife opens the door to your office and you're just sitting there listening to your own podcast, you got some explaining to do. Oh, not only that, like it'd be better if she walked in and I was laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> if it was just me cracking up, listening to myself, that would be like, that's the cream of the crop. Just yes. weird. Yeah. Just hitting that rewind 15 seconds yeah. to listen yeah, to your joke. Over <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that, uh, that, you know, that reminds me of, uh, remember in the middle of the pandemic when we got Tiger King. Yeah. Then they say he did that. He was re-watching yeah. the intro to that show just on yeah. repeat over yeah. and over and over again. That's what that reminds me of. Fantastic. Uh, well, since you don't remember what we're doing today, we talked about Small Soldiers last week. Yeah. Um, or whenever we recorded. Did we? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, and we talked about how DreamWorks, they do not claim the movie Small Soldiers. I do not. It's, it's in the title sequence that it's made by DreamWorks. And they say, nope, our hands are clean of that. Also, I did, obviously, I edit these, so I do listen back again. And we talked about, is that movie pro or anti-war? And then in the re-listen to edit it, I remembered that it was made by the director of Gremlins. And that makes so much sense. It is oh, Gremlins, yeah. just with toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> no difference. I, yeah, I remember, we, right? We did discuss Gremlins yeah. having a connection to this. And... Oh, yeah, in retrospect, this was very much a Gremlins-esque mm-hmm. style. It, even just that the antics those Gremlins yeah. get into, it's the same exact thing. <laughs> it's the same movie. Yeah. Uh, just a different antagonist. But um, 
we talked about, and I raised this question at the end of the last movie, or in the last movie, end of the last podcast episode, and we're going to figure it out today. Is DreamWorks better than Disney? Yeah, this is a, I mean, obviously you can, you can flip this a, a bunch of different ways, but mm-hmm. even, even as of recent, I think DreamWorks, yeah. I, DreamWorks might be making more money than your average mm. Disney film. I could be wrong on that one, but Pixar's been on a slump yeah. as of recent um, and has, has not been doing too good. Uh, we did, I did at least do a brief look through uh, some of the DreamWorks films. If I remember correctly, does Illumination Studios, is that DreamWorks? No, they're their own thing and they're involved in this too. I've pulled their movies Oh, okay. Because well. I wondered if Illumination was under the, the DreamWorks umbrella. but um, they, they are similar, but Illumination movies and like characters are a little bit more shiny, if, you notice, if that makes uh, sense. They're very round with skinny legs. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, have a, they have a little bit of a sheen to them, like they just went through a they car do. wash. Uh, but going all the way back, we're going to start in the year 1998, because that's when DreamWorks released their first movie. I'll give it to you. I am a 90s kid. Disney wins the early 90s, but because oh, yeah. DreamWorks didn't exist. <laughs> so default, they're your only company from what, 1935 or whatever from Snow White? Maybe earlier. Was that 28? That was yeah, forever ago. I mean, it's not, it's not even that. It's just... I think DreamWorks takes a little while to kind of get the train rolling here, which we'll is which, understandable. Honestly, I know they come no. out. I know they come out with a huge banger pretty early on. I know that. <laughs> You're one. Need to dude. say that. You're it's one. It's literally a, a timetable for us. Is based off of a movie. So yes, that's your I get four. It. But yeah, we'll get there. Um, 1998 to 2023. So some of these, well, the 2023 movies, none of them at time of recording have came out. So we're just going to guess as to what's going to be better. But we're going to go through and compare year to year, and whoever takes the most years is the better company. Love it. So are you ready to rewind your mind back to 1998? Yes, and we're just going to base this off of whether the movie was good or not. That's it. Yeah, yep. Okay, we're, fair. I'm, no Rotten Tomatoes. This is just your and I's opinion. No box office, nothing. Just what's the better movie? All right, that's totally fair. And when I say movie, my goodness, early on Disney, but later on both of these companies are stacking years. So we're going to talk multiple yeah. movies. Which is, no. yeah, which was also yeah. nuts. Remember when like Pixar was like every other year? Yes. Or it was like every three years? And then it was like every year. And now it's like mm-hmm. multiple. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah, no crazy. wonder these companies make so much money. Because literally, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but in the year tw- uh, 2000, we have from Disney one, two, three, four movies that they released in one year. That's insane to me. That is also, crazy. Didn't know this, but it seems like Disney helps produce all Studio Ghibli movies. So I'm going to go yep. ahead and get in front of that train. Um, I took those out. These are that's fair. Disney Pixar movies only. Because all the U.S. was doing, because that was how I was introduced to Princess Mononoke, is when mm-hmm. Disney brought it over. It was dubbed with American mm-hmm. actors. Um, but all they were doing were those movies were already done. They were just bringing them to an American audience. I, remember, yeah. I think Spirited Away was one of their first big yep. ones there. So, yeah. So that's a good call. They didn't, all they did was pull them over. They they didn't have anything to do with the production, so they're left out. But uh, yeah, you've already mentioned the head-to-head. I kind of leaned to it at the beginning here. But we're starting out with Disney in 1998, comes out with A Bug's Life. In the same year, their first year of existence, DreamWorks comes out with Ants and The Prince of Egypt. Uh, Wow. Yeah, that got off the ground. If you you are going to just measure on head-to-head on... The bug-related ones, because <laughs> that was obviously. So if you're gonna base it just off of the head-to-head, a bug's life is a better accomplishment for what it's trying to be, which is an, it's a better movie, an animated kids film. The, the all right, here's the issue with ants. I don't mm-hmm. think ants is a bad movie. I think ants is a good movie. What's weird 
is doesn't Woody Allen voice? Yes. So that the problem is that's already problem number one. The problem was is Ants was an animated movie that felt like it was trying to target adults. Yeah. Why else do you get Woody Allen to voice a line there? And it's so it, it was already off target. It didn't make sense to do that. I don't think Ants is a bad movie. I don't think it's humor hits for kids. I don't think much of that was supposed to hit for kids. Uh, but A Bug's Life was rounded for kids. It was made for kids. What are you laughing at? I just looked up the cast of Ants. It's old people, isn't it? I am. Uh, what year is this? I am seven years old. And I am presented with A Bug's Life from the creators of Toy Story. Or I'm, I'm presented with Ants starring Woody Allen, Sharon Stone, Sylvester yeah. Stallone, Gene Hackman, Dan Aykroyd, and Danny Glover. And this is what I'm Curtin. saying. This is what I'm saying. Is it just Christopher it, Walken? It just didn't make sense as to what it was trying to target right there. So, uh, fine. I don't hate Ants. I do not think Ants is a bad movie. And I think it, it, it gets overshadowed by A Bug's Life. But, yeah. all right, fine. Head to head, A Bug's Life should win that one. But, but Prince of Egypt, Prince though. Prince of Egypt. So now you really got to ask the question, A Bug's Life versus Prince of Egypt. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Prince Are, of Egypt, I the soundtrack alone. alone. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I say <laughs> soundtrack alone, the fact that the Prince of Egypt. Now, a thing to note is a lot of attention and care went into Prince of Egypt. We'll obviously mm-hmm. talk a little bit about Shrek here in a minute. <laughs> the B team, but, yeah. But that was kind of the idea was that like the cream of the crop, the money, the focus, the attention, the love all went into Prince of Egypt. And I think in yeah. a lot of ways, it shows that that quality was all there. <clears throat> Chess, this is a tough one. Because if you're just straight up saying Prince of Egypt or Bugs Life, yeah. I would lean Prince of Egypt. I would not go Bugs Life because I don't even think Bugs Life is a top. I mean, it maybe is a top 10 Pixar film, but it's not a top yeah. five. Yeah, if I, and I'm, I'm coming at this from two mindsets. The first mindset of, is I'm a child. What am I choosing in my prime at <laughs> seven years old? But also, I have two kids now. So what am I more likely to want them to watch? Yeah. And want to watch with them, really. And Prince of Egypt is it, man. I, Out of all three of these, I'm putting that on, then A Bug's Life, then Ants. I, what I do love, I like that Ants is even included on it. Yeah, just leave it off the list. Because uh, <laughs> your, kids, your kids aren't 55 years old. That's so uh, that. <laughs> The, the, what I also love about this too, and why this is such a great way to start this, is Prince of Egypt represents the end of an era, mm-hmm. and Bugs Life is the beginning of a new era. Where true. the 3D animation was j- still relatively new at this point, but that yeah. idea of the big blockbuster kind of 2D animated film, this was kind of the end of its lifespan. This was the end here. Dude, um, so it- I think it's great that that's where the head-to-head immediately yeah. starts. Putting this together, though, 2000, the year 2001 blew my mind. And we'll get there and talk yeah. about why. But it's the three most diverse movies. There's three in this year, and it's the three most diverse movies. Absolutely. I cannot believe they all came out in the same year. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, the year is 1999. DreamWorks took a year off. So Disney automatically wins this. But Fair. they didn't. It's not for just default. They came out in 1999 swinging. Talk about soundtracks with Tarzan and mm. uh, Toy Story 2. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge year. Like, yeah, again, kind of embracing. We're talking end of era there with those 2D animations. You'll get some more of them, but they're really, they're they're kind of a rare breed, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, but obviously, a iconic soundtrack for a, a children's animated film, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Again, it's a kid's film. Mm-hmm. And was it Phil Collins does yeah. the music for it? It's like, well, was that the most relevant man in 1999 to do a kid's soundtrack? But hey, I whatever. Mean, 
I mean, heck, Toy Story has Randy Newman doing music. So, yeah, I guess it's a... They just like to pick the old artists there. But, yeah, way to go, Disney. You didn't take the year off. Those are two solid films. Just the opening with uh, Two Worlds. He... Yeah. Phil Collins comes out swinging with that. Yes, he does. He did not phone that in. He went all in on that soundtrack. (laughs) I introduced my child to Tarzan, uh, my six-year-old, recently. uh, And she's all about it. So... And DreamWorks has nothing. So it's either sit and watch the wall or watch Tarzan. (laughs) Uh, The year 2000, we have Disney Fantasia 2000. Have you seen Fantasia 2000? No, I've seen the original Fantasia. I used to watch it a ton. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Um, The In the Hall of the Mountain King with Mickey and the Brooms is Mm -hmm. like weird core memory of mine. But no, I have not seen 2000. Same. I've never seen Fantasia 2000. I watched Fantasia once when I was young, and it scared the bejesus out of me, so I've never returned. Maybe I need to. It was very scary. Uh, (laughs) uh, But I know nothing about Fantasia 2000, so take take that for what Is that all that came out in 2000? Was that? No. Uh, This is the one that they released everything. Fantasia 2000, Dinosaur, the Tigger movie. Are you sold at all at this point? None. No. Thank goodness they came out with the Emperor's New Groove, because everything else they put out that year is garbage. Yeah, maybe the last great, that might be the last great Disney comedy. Fair. I don't think I've, I, I can't think of a single Disney movie that I've ever laughed at as much as The Emperor's New Groove, and still will laugh. It still gets mm-hmm. me to chuckle when it's on. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, 2000 might have been the end of that that era as well. And who who would have guessed David Spade, John Goodman, Eartha Kitt, and Patrick yeah. Warburton. Yeah. Phenomenal. It was a great uh, cast. However, on the DreamWorks side of this fight, we have... The Road to El Dorado. That's why I didn't see any of the rest of these because I was watching The Road to El Dorado. Chicken Run, remember that bad boy. Yeah. And Joseph, King of Dreams. So they're chasing that Prince of Egypt. Didn't get it. No. The <laughs> Prince of Egypt is its own thing. Road to El Dorado, I love. Chicken Run, I feel is underrated. I like some well, Chicken Run. Yeah, I don't know how you can call it underrated, Jazz, because no, your, yeah. your, your quiz mm-hmm. or your, uh, what, what do you call that? Trivia? Your trivia. Your trivia. Yeah. Your trivia many, 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 many months ago yeah. was the number one grossing claymation film yeah. is Chicken, Chicken Run. Run. Yeah. So you can't even call that underrated because clearly a bunch of people saw it. Which blows my um, mind. I would have it, never it guessed kind of, Chicken Run. It's that studio in England. Yeah. Um, I, I think they just, I think going back to the Wallace and Gromit days, I think just yeah. have established themselves. So I think even internationally, they're just kind of a big deal. Which DreamWorks um, apparently took over at some point because Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run belong to DreamWorks now. So I, I'm going to say, if we're talking about, I mean, you know me in stop animation. Oh, yeah. So if we're only really going up against... Mel Gibson is your idol as well, so... Yeah, huge, huge fan. If you can do um, everything in your life exactly the way Mel Gibson did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he made an amazing war film. That's true. Hacksaw Ridge was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> if... If we're basically basing off of Emperor's New Groove versus... That's what it is. El Dorado and Chicken Run. Yeah. I think Emperor's New Groove probably lightly gets pushed out. I think... Oh, it pushed out. I think it gets pushed out. But I, I, I say... Yeah. I don't know. This was another tough one, Chaz. These, is. Uh, why is... This is way tougher than I expected to be. I honestly thought DreamWorks stumbled a bit more at the beginning. Yeah. They're coming but, out. Punch it. Road to El Dorado. Actually, you want to talk about underrated? I think that is extremely underrated. What? Road to El Dorado. I, that's what I'm saying. I like that film. I grew up on that film too. Like that, that to me, it scratches the itch of like a, um, like a treasure planet. 
yeah type exactly. movie yes. it's that type of itch those kind of big adventure films that again there are are somewhat kind of rare nowadays and mm-hmm. so I, I totally agree that's the one that's underrated in this list so far it's not the chicken run i think the chicken run actually had an audience there that's true. um I, I that's why i think it's got us i think it's got to slightly push towards the dreamworks guys i don't want my six-year-old getting any hate uh from what i'm about to say i love the emperor's new groove if i'm putting on a disney movie that's going to be very close to the top of my it's list. up there yeah however my kid watched 20-ish minutes of it and was like okay i'm done with this now my kids didn't care about it either <laughs> i just don't think it's funny that's true. I've never shown them the Road to El Dorado, Chicken Run, or Joseph King and uh, King of Dreams. Uh, so, not really a good comparison there. But she didn't want to finish it, and she's never wanted to return to it. So, if if what I'm basing this on is me as a child, versus and me sitting down with my kids, I think I could talk her into Road to El Dorado before I could talk her back into yeah. Emperor's New Groove. So, I think DreamWorks takes it. Okay, I would agree with that. We've made it to the year. I mean, obviously, 2001, you know, DreamWorks is Shrek. And that changed yep. history. Every, everything However, changes. I cannot believe these two Disney movies, same freaking company, came out in the same year. Uh, I will give you one. Disney, in 2001, put out Monsters, Inc. Ooh. Do you know what else came out in 2001 at Disney? Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Can you believe that that and Monsters, Inc. came out in the same year? I don't think I've ever seen Atlantis. Really? Yeah. That's out of Michael good? J. Fox. Yeah. It's Is not, it? It's not Treasure Planet good, but it's... I'd watch it over Monsters, Inc. Wow. See, Monsters, Inc. ends up in my top five Pixar films. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I mean, it's going up against Shrek, so that's a hard pull, but... It, but it Monsters, Is. Inc. is great. Uh, yeah, Monsters... It's kind of a bummer, because I, I would... If it wasn't going up against Shrek, I would go Monsters, Inc. on this one. Yeah. Um, I like the characters in it. I like the setting in it. I think the story's great. Uh, I can go back to that one, and I'm, I'm always going to enjoy Monsters, Inc. Um, but it's got to go Shrek. It just has to go Shrek. I mean, that's not even a question. This yeah. podcast, even if either of us disagreed with that, we would never say it because of what we, we would publicly. Yeah, we would have to publicly disavow that, yes. <laughs> uh, Monsters, Inc., though. Second year in a row that John Goodman is in a Disney movie. I didn't realize that. Oh, there just you go. Let's go 2002. You were only a year off. Lilo and Stitch ends up, mm-hmm. again, this is insane. Lilo and Stitch ends up coming out the exact same year as Treasure Planet. How does that happen? How do these two movies exist in the same year? And what, was and, it, what were they up against? Uh, well, before we get to that, out of those two, which one deserves a live action remake or needs a live action remake and which one's actually getting a live action remake? Disgusting. I I am on the side of Lilo and Stitch is overrated. Oh, okay. I think Treasure Planet is good. I think Lilo and Stitch is boring. Oh, I've man. always thought it was boring. I never even liked it as a as a young youth. Okay. I never cared for that movie. I always thought it was very boring. I thought the setup was dumb. I never cared for it. Now, Treasure Planet on the other hand, yeah. I'm with you totally. I think that's great. And yes, that should be the one getting the remake, but it won't. Nope. Because you can't sell a fuzzy, cute little character. That's true. You could. There's that little morph. You remember morph? Yeah, but that's not. That's, that's not Disney him. sellable. That's true. Uh, however, it did go up against Spirit Stallion of Cimarron. So nope. take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Although I, I mean, Spirit ended up becoming a Netflix franchise and everything. Yes. So it, it it did find some success somewhere, but. Um, this one's probably very easily going to Disney right now. Absolutely. Treasure Planet for young me, Lilo and Stitch for my daughter. However, I'm going to ask her that when she gets home from school today, um, which is soon. Um, 
Treasure, oh no, it's not, we're recording early. Um, Lilo and Stitch or Spirit, that would be a very hard choice for her. She likes the second Spirit though, which we will get to. Interesting. Um, yeah. Didn't know there was a second one until this very moment. Well, the second Spirit, you mentioned it talking about franchising. DreamWorks is all about a franchise, especially oh, yeah. later on. Uh, but the second Spirit is from the viewpoint of a young girl, which my daughter is a fan of. Wait, the Have first you seen one the- wasn't? The first one is from the vantage point of the horse what? during the, uh, during a war. I don't know if it's the civil war. I don't remember, but yeah, I don't remember who's the voice, but the horses don't even talk. It's just the horse's thoughts. My good. Okay. So I must be way, I must be thinking a lot more along the lines of, of the sequels to spirit yes. because I've always remembered it with a little girl attached to it. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a, a little different. Uh, the horse is Matt Damon. <laughs> What Matt, the heck? Matt Damon is the voice of the thoughts of this horse. <laughs> this is the thing that will always kill me. It was targeted towards kids. What kid cares about Matt Damon's voice? You could have saved a lot of money and yeah. just got anybody to voice the thoughts <laughs> of a horse. Why mm. did you have to get an A-list celebrity and pay him top dollar for that? It's just dumb. But I would yes, have, this is Disney wins this one. I would have gotten a horse and just put subtitles. Just <laughs> <laughs> or however it works. Uh, 2003, The Jungle Book 2. Piglet's big movie, Brother Bear. I feel like they're stacking. Here's some movies, and then boom, Finding Nemo. Here's our here's our big block. Yeah, because I, I would say everything else is to me. Were you a Brother Bear guy? I was not. It was. Fine. I was never a huge Disney guy anyway. I know I'm a little bit slanted here because I just yeah. wasn't much of a Disney guy yeah. anyway. You're not going to be very slanted in this one, I don't believe. I I think Finding Nemo is fine. Well, is it better than Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas? Is that literally all it's going up against? That's all it's going up against. Gosh darn. Uh, yeah, Finding, <laughs> Disney's going to win this one. Um, yeah. And it's not just by volume. If you have to compare its top versus the other top, yep. then yes. Uh, yeah, Disney this, wins. I think we are now in what you thought DreamWorks came out with. This is a DreamWorks slump. Um, next year's not even going to get much better. 2004, we have Home on the Range. Do you remember that movie? Of course you no. don't. No, I don't think I do. <laughs> and then again, the what they came out with throwing punches is the Incredibles. So that's yeah, that's tough to they, beat, especially when you're putting out Shark Tale. Uh, but they also did have Shrek too. So I, I and when we're talking, when we're talking some some of my favorite films from Pixar. I mean, the Incredible films are up there. You mean Disney? I'm sorry, Disney. Yeah. Um, I thought you were about to say Shark Tale is up there. <laughs> yeah, Shark Tale is wonderful. No, that's, I mean, The Incredibles is, is it's up there. It's it's yeah. it's maybe my favorite Pixar film. Mm. I, it's that or Wally. What about the fact that Will Smith as a shark saying going to the car wash in Shark Tale? Uh, working, working at the car wash part. Listen, that, that might sway me a little bit, obviously, for obvious reasons, but... um. Unfortunately, it's not going to win this one. Sorry. The fact that Finding Nemo only came out a year before Shark Tale means they had to be working on the same type of movie again at the same time. There must, there had to have been some kind of insider discussions yeah. happening. I mean, like, especially there must have been. 1998, Ants in a Bug's Life. I feel like somebody got mad at Disney and created DreamWorks and created mm-hmm. Ants. But I wonder, like, all right, so Shark Tale comes out a year later. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel when your DreamWorks... And then you see Finding Nemo, and then you look over at your movie, and you're like, gosh, darn it. We got to speed up Shrek 2. We got to get these yeah, like, out of the same year. Like, 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 at some point, you're like, do we just scrap this 
and start <laughs> over because like this is not going to be good for us if we continue. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe at that time they were just like, hey, we'll we'll take any kind of like wake we can get from from Nemo. So maybe some right. kid will be on a, a a kick for fish movies. Shark and mafia. The sharks now. Yeah. <laughs> the shark mafia. Don't you remember? Uh, isn't Angelina Jolie in that too? I did, it had. I remember it having a pretty big voice cast. I don't remember mm-hmm. who was in it though. I'm gonna put air quotes around this. No one can see uh, it, so I have to vocalize. You have to announce point. the air quotes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Angelina Jolie played the sexy fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the official name. <laughs> yeah, sexy fish. Uh, 2005. Pooh's Heffalump movie or Chicken Little from Disney? Wasn't Zach Braff Chicken Little? I think you're right. Oh, man, can you imagine? I've been in Scrubs. I'm about to make this Disney movie, and then your Disney movie's Chicken Little. Uh, yeah. Versus. Good sex. <laughs> Madagascar, another franchise beginning. Uh, two franchise beginnings, because that's where the yep. peeling started, too. And Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Uh, that Wallace and Gromit movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, that Disney side sucks this year. <laughs> yeah, I can't say a good thing about like, you. I, I, I've never seen yeah, the Apple movie, though. So. Yeah, but I don't think anybody did. Fair. Uh, it's not like kids were clamoring to go see it. So that one, that one deserves. So this is uh this is a DreamWorks win right here. This is a DreamWorks win. Hey, no kid ever said, hey, mom, can we go to the movies to watch that Pooh Bear movie where everyone mispronounces the word elephant and they're all <laughs> scared of elephants for some reason? Um, don't remember that. Yeah, because a, a child would describe the movie that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not Let's see. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Aaron, we're going into the year of 2006 with a tie. Disney has four so far. DreamWorks has four so far. I love it. That's it's, that's how we like it. I would not say this is a great year for either. Uh, well, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> and with that being said, these guys suck. So, 2006, we have the movie The Wild from Disney. Do you remember that? No, you don't. Nope. Um, <laughs> I don't either. I might look it up here in a second. And Cars. So, uh, start of a franchise there for Disney. How good is Cars? Debatable. Um, and then at DreamWorks, we're putting out movies like Over the Hedge and Flushed Away. Yikes. Is it Bruce Willis in Over the Hedge? I'm pretty sure Bruce Willis was the main voice actor in Over the Hedge. Yeah, this is a brutal year. Because Cars sucks. (laughs) I don't like like any of the Cars. I think that's a bad franchise. And and, in in a lot of ways, it ends up becoming a stain on Pixar. Yeah. But Pixar ends up going a lot further down, obviously, when they decide to sequel that thing. Who is in charge of casting at Pixar? Do you want the voice cast for Over the Hedge? Maybe this needs to be a deep Well, that's dive. not Pixar. That's DreamWorks. Uh, pardon me. Yeah, uh, DreamWorks. Who is in charge here? Uh, I, probably some old people. Well, yeah. Do you want the voice cast for Over the Hedge? I do. Bruce Willis, Gary Shandling, Steve Carell. I'm fine with that. Wanda Sykes, William Shatner, Nick Nolte, Hayden Church, or Hayden, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, Allison Janney, Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hara. Like, Who's making these decisions? Kids. For children, it's made for kids. I, I've seen um, Flushed Away a few times. I've never. seen It was it. in like the five dollar bin at Walmart, and we ended up going on a trip and we put a little DVD player in the back for the kids. And Flushed Away was one of the movies. Mm. So I've heard it mm-hmm. probably about twenty times, <laughs> I've but I've I've watched it I think twice. Okay, it's not bad. I, uh-huh. I, I think I'm going to guess the Ardman guys were involved in it because it is very Wallace and Gromedy. Uh-huh. Very. Um, and I, I like I said, I don't think they really make anything bad. But I, I also wouldn't put anything glowing behind it either. So this is, um, 
I mean, does Pixar win this by default because they're the only one that actually made a hit? Who who's in Flushed Away? Walter Matthau. Oh, couldn't tell you. They're they're British. It's all British. Oh, okay. That's voice cool. actors. Oh, it's um, uh, Hugh Jackman and Kate Winslet. Really? Yeah. I guess that's not really well. Kate Winslet's Sir, British. Yeah. But Sir Hugh Jackman's McKellen. Australian. He is. Andy Serkis is in this movie. Interesting. Yeah, it was, I, like I said, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. It's just, it's kind of boring. Yeah, this is, what's the least, like, the least, I don't want to say bad, like you just said, but what's the best worst, I guess, here? If I had to pick like, one of these. I if, you, if you put these all in front of me and said, which one do you want to watch right now? I would pick Flushed Away. Okay. Only because I've seen it, so I kind of know. Mm. As Have you never to, seen like, Over the Hedge? No. I don't think based off memory i don't remember it being bad so would you give this to would you give this to dreamworks this is this has no value whatsoever what we're doing right now and like the the grand scheme of the world and this is the hardest decision i've made in a week yeah this is brutal i i the only reason i would give it to disney is just because clearly the people have spoken. Yeah, cars. If, if this is already a tough decision, the people have spoken, and cars actually turned into a franchise. Over the Hedge did not turn into a franchise. True. Flushed Away didn't turn into a franchise. They were one and done, and not even popular one and dones. So I, I think by default, it has to go to cars. It has to go to Disney. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Disney. However, where, Madagascar came out in 2005. The Wild is a Disney Madagascar ripoff. Wow. Yeah, it's a lion, a giraffe, a koala, a koala bear, and an alligator, it looks like. And Kiefer Sutherland and uh, Jim Belushi were their top build cast. That really is a ripoff. They even uh, took the old voice actors. That's insane. Oh, yeah. So the wild's definitely out. Yeah, I think we just have to. I'm not even going to give this to Disney. I'm going to give this to Cars. This is just Cars. It really is, though. Oh, man. 2007, Disney gave us Meet the Robinsons and Ratatouille. And DreamWorks, on the other hand, gave us Shrek the Third and The Bee Movie. There's like a cult following for The Bee Movie. I mean, it and is. Shrek the, Shrek the Third is the worst of the Shrek films. Yeah. The Bee Movie is Jerry Seinfeld's like pride yeah. and joy. Yeah. I, I think he swears by it. Like, yeah. I think he kind of likes it. Um, obviously I'm a big 30 rock fan and there was, yeah. there was obviously a lot of jokes <laughs> with Jerry Seinfeld yeah. wanting them to, to push for the B movie. Um, which, which is very funny. Um, I, I don't know. I think Ratatouille is pretty good too. Who is good? Meet the Robinsons isn't bad. Meet the Robinsons isn't awful. I, again, I think this is lightly edged out. I think Disney wins this not by a lot, but yeah. Disney does win this one. Uh, 2008, man. So DreamWorks, I'm going to start there. You've got Madagascar, Escape to Africa, and Kung Fu Panda. So another franchise is starting. Based off of memory, again, I haven't seen this since they came out when we took my little brother, uh, but both of those are decent movies, right? Oh, yeah. Disney, on the other hand, comes out with Bolt. Do you remember that? Ugh, hated that movie. So right now, just based off of that, hands down DreamWorks. But yeah. then Disney slides freaking Wally in there. I love because uh, you know what this is in my mind. This is a Wally versus Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. 
Because I like Kung Fu Panda a lot, actually. Yeah. I actually don't hate those movies. I think they're actually kind of fun. And Jack Black is one of those weird celebrities that I think does a great job as a voice actor. Yeah. I actually really enjoy him in those. Because he's animated in real life. Right. Like, he's just an animated type of person. So it just translates great into animated films. Um, but Wally, to me, again, I, I feel like Wally will edge this out. And the reason why Wally is so special to me is. I think around this time was when I really started to just love movies mm-hmm. where I started to understand like what made movies special beyond just like, Oh, I like that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And I could not believe that Disney greenlit and made a film where like the first 20 to 30 minutes had no voice dialogue in it. Yeah. yeah. How gutsy. That's true. Of a call is that to green light a children's film to do something like that. And I remember that sticking out to me like, Oh, that's, that's what art looks like when it starts to to show up in these things. And that's when I was like I was kind of enamored with that movie cuz like the 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 last you know, two-thirds of the film basically are classic fare. Like yeah. they're not they're very Disney, very Pixar. Um but with some great sci-fi elements in there. Yeah, evil spaceships, I, man. Yeah, some some thought-provoking things on there as well. And so mm-hmm. I I to me Wally has to win in this, but that's me. I'm 100% there with you. Um, Kung Fu Panda is such a good movie. Maybe I need to revisit that with my kids because yeah. it's a good one. I think I could get my kid to sit through Kung Fu Panda before I could Wally, but I yeah. think when my kid's a little bit older, I will have more deep conversations based off of Wally. And that's what parenting yes. is, is that's having deep conversations with your kids. Uh, so Wally takes it. Again, I'm not giving it to Disney, just Wally, because they yep. gave us Bolt in that same freak. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's <laughs> it's not Disney's fault. Uh, 2009, man, DreamWorks, what are you doing? Uh, Disney, Disney came up with Up. So here, here's Cry in the first 30 seconds of this movie. Yeah. And Princess and the Frog. Meanwhile, DreamWorks is giving us Monsters versus Aliens. Oh, yeah, that one's not a good one. The animation in that one is even wonky. I don't really yeah. care for that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this was when Pixar was at its absolute best. Can you imagine? You did Wally and then Up. Yes. Again, bold choices. It's all downhill Just from here. Bold choices to sit there and and put that in a kids' film, of yeah. a, of a miscarriage. Yeah. And and this just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Her death section I mean, of yeah, right there. So it's uh, again really really bold choice there. Up is great. Up is it's great. a cool concept. It's a lot of fun. Good characters, uh, to me. Yeah. Not Disney because Disney also did Princess and the Frog, which was not a hit. And I don't think really resonate with a lot of people so that's Splash i would Mountain say now man that's true that's a good point <laughs> so there you go it's resonated but this yeah. is going to go to uh this is going to go to up yeah i think princess and the frog has its moments um and i think it feels like a return to classic disney because when disney's putting yes. out bolt and meet the robinsons and cars let's get a princess in here right and i think that was kind of the idea that was what yeah. they were trying to do but it was kind of a one and done yeah, because I I don't think it it wasn't making Pixar money at this point. Pixar, that's true, that's true. And and it's, and so I think they wanted to go back to that classic form, but then it just doesn't take off. Mm-hmm. And so they quickly scrap it because I don't think you go back to that kind of classic form for a few more years. I think that it pretty much all goes to three D animation at this point. For sure, yeah. Uh, so two thousand six, we had to argue over what was just halfway decent. Two thousand ten, this is hard for me too, as because everything seems so good. Well, maybe except for the Shrek movie. But Disney gave us Toy Story 3, which may be the best Toy Story. Maybe. I 
I like the second one okay. the most. It's probably my favorite, but I know most people say that the third one is their favorite. It's good. And it should have been the last one, in my opinion. It should have been. And now there's a five. But yeah. uh, they also gave us Tangled, which is a pretty good movie, watching it with my daughter. Yep. Uh, and then flip side with DreamWorks, we have how, the first How to Train Your Dragon movie. Oh. Uh, Shrek Forever After. I don't, I've never seen it, so I can't really say much about that. But then we get introduced to Megamind. Remember that? I like Megamind. Yeah. I don't hate that movie. That's actually a very fun movie. Great cast. Uh, so I don't hate that one. I I am a... This one, I would go DreamWorks on this one just for How to Train Your Dragon. I, How to Train Your Dragon is a great trilogy. Yes. And the the, the score in it is awesome. Yes. The cast is awesome. I, I love those movies. So for me, this one is a, a DreamWorks one. We talked about this recently, um, just not on the podcast, but just you and I. I recently watched the How to Train Your Dragon series in like the last three months, maybe. Yeah. Fantastic. I had no so clue good. what I was missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. I I will always, like, I, I'm not, like, I, you know me, I'm, I'm not really much of an emotional person. I'll get emotionally kind of. Unless there's a cornfield. Kind of, but in that, unless there's a cornfield and, and you just finished watching The Lion King. But. Yeah. In that second one, I'll, I mean, I was watching it with family, and I, I, it was weird that I was getting choked up yeah, we'll watching get a movie. Yeah, but it, it just like was hitting me, and it's like, why? How is this doing this to me? <laughs> um, it's just, it's that good. So yes, and this one has to win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in and that's again nothing to say bad about Toy Story three or Tangled. Yeah, but I think you take out Shrek Forever After and Megamind, and it's just How to Train Your Dragon versus those two. Those two, I'm picking yeah. How to Train Your Dragon all day. I agree. I agree. Um, sorry, Disney. You should have released those in a different year. Uh, Cars two. Yikes! Uh, or yeah, Winnie uh, and Winnie the Pooh for Disney, or Kung Fu Panda two, and Puss in Boots for DreamWorks. Oh yeah, DreamWorks wins there. Puss in Boots, not a bad film. Uh, I just went back and watched it for the first time recently. I've never seen the first Puss in Boots because movie. The Last Wish has amazing reviews. So it's like, have uh, you seen I, The Last I, Wish? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Puss in Boots is actually really good. And Kung Fu Panda 2, in my opinion, is better than Kung Fu Panda yeah. 1. Best Kung Fu Panda. Uh, so, so this was a great year for DreamWorks. And I would give it to them. Yeah, Disney, you, you talk about Winnie the Pooh. You pooed the bed on that one. Cars 2 and Winnie Co the Pooh. No way. Considering you're just a few years removed from Up <laughs> and from Wally, -E and you bring Cars 2 to the table. Yikes. You are less than a year removed away from Toy Story 3 and Tangled. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Tangled was their, what, 50th movie? That was their big celebration? And then yeah. the very next year, you're giving us cars too. How dare you, Disney? Yeah, that was that felt like clearly a crash, a cash grab. Where yeah. Cars was already not like, not great. It was very geared towards kids. Yeah, and uh, they just decided to double down on it, and in a much worse way. In yeah. a much worse way. To be fair, uh, your alternative. So I'm going to start bringing Illumination in here. Uh, I should have started last year. 2010 was Despicable Me. I don't hate Despicable Me. It's not. I terrible. love Despicable Me. I uh, love that series. I don't know why. Yeah. However, in 2011, they gave you the movie Hop. Do you remember the movie Hop? You talk about Hop. You bring up Hop. Like, I swear, like, once every six months. I don't know what it is about this movie. My that kid just, loves it, and it drives that, me Oh, crazy. that's what it is. You're, you're just exposed to it. No one else is exposed to Hop, but for some reason, poor Chaz over here has to watch Hop on a regular basis. <laughs> I mean, at Easter. Uh, 2012, we have Disney coming out with Brave, Frankenweenie, and Wreck-It Ralph. Whereas DreamWorks gave us Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, and Rise of the Guardians. This was a very easy Disney. Yeah. 
Frank and Weenie. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph is awesome. Brave. I, I think Brave might be my favorite movie with a princess in it. That that one really got shrugged to the side, and I don't really know why. Neither. I I think, in a way, now looking especially at the timeline, I wonder if Brave was their like way of trying to tap into the How to Train Your Dragon mm. feel. Mm-hmm. Um. But for whatever reason, that movie just never hit with people. I I, I never thought it was bad. It, it, yeah. It's fine to me. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but Wreck-It Ralph probably holds it that year. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is great. Um, Are we Gar- falling behind, by, behind the, by the way, on time? Uh, let me look. I have too many screens open. Let's see. We are doing okay, but we can definitely okay. speed it up. Okay. I, I just figured we got some years to get through here. Yeah, we're 2013. We got 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, 2013, Monsters University, Planes, and Frozen versus The Croods or Turbo? Uh, I don't like Turbo. I don't mind the Croods. It's fine. Monsters University is pretty good. I actually like Monsters University in some ways as much as, if not maybe slightly better than Monsters, Inc. Okay. Um, I don't know why the fraternity stuff was kind of funny to me. Yeah. And of course, Frozen Um, is Frozen. Well, you know, though, Frozen, if I, looking, I, it's kind of, I kind of have to look at it in a a spectrum Mm -hmm. at the time. That movie was a revelation. Yeah. It's obviously annoying as all crap now, but back then it was yeah. kind of a revelation because it was it came out of nowhere. It was somewhat. I mean, it's a, a pretty uniquely written story. The music was very good. So to me, Disney wins this one as well. Yeah, Disney wins this one. Um, Twenty fourteen is going to be hard. Well, I don't know if it's going to be hard. Planes, Fire and Rescue, garbage. However, yeah. Big Hero Six. That's a good movie. That one is good. But DreamWorks has Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Penguins of Madagascar. Fine, take it or leave it. But How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah, for me, if I'm picking one, yep. it's up there as like a top three animated film of all time for me is How to Train Your Dragon 2. So that would be yeah. the one I'd go with. It might be recency biased, but yeah, I'm picking How to Train Your Dragon 2 over Big Heroes. Right, it's not even recency biased for me. It's been like That's true. eight years since I've seen it, and I love it. Both movies very much have the potential to make you cry. Um, 2015. Have you seen The Good Dinosaur? Yes. The Many graphics times. in that is, are fan, fantastic. Like some of the shots where there's nothing but like landscape. Yeah, very photorealistic. Looking. Yeah, they look like a real shot. Um, however, didn't get much love. Boring Ins- movie. Yeah, very boring movie. Inside Out came out the same year and that kind of took it for Disney um, as far as box office goes. And DreamWorks came out with the movie Home. I don't know if I know Home. What's Home? Home is where Jim Parsons is an alien and Rihanna has to... Oh, I hate that movie. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is absolutely my least favorite Uh. of this bunch here. Disney's going to have to win it. Yeah, Inside Out's a good movie. I I like Inside Out. Inside Out is is good. Now, I'm going to date this podcast a little bit, which we kind of want these podcasts to be evergreen. Mm -hmm. But they just released this morning the kind of full trailer for Elemental, which Mm -hmm. is the new Pixar film. We're going to talk about that, though. So I can't look at that and not think it looks like Inside Out. Inside Out. Out. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's uh, just, I can't, I don't like it. Yep. Um, 2016, Zootopia, Finding Dory, and Moana. That's a stacked year. That is a stacked year. And it's going up uh, against, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Give me the what it's going against. It's going up against Kung Fu Panda 3 and Trolls. Uh, Disney wins this one again, yeah. in my opinion. Trolls, not very good. Kung Fu Panda 3, not very good. Um, I love Zootopia. Zootopia is great. Moana is pretty good. I like Moana. Yeah. But of, of all of those, like I, I would put on Zootopia. Yeah. Uh, just because Jason Bateman 
does an amazing job as the he's fox. Very good, yes. He's very good in that movie. So I, I like that movie a lot. Uh, 2017, Cars 3, who cares? But Coco, Coco's so good. Coco's Versus very good. The Boss Baby and Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Gosh. What? DreamWorks. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> capture some of that. What are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. Capture some of that magic he had going on. This, it ha- again, has to go to Disney. Coco, yeah. Because of Coco. Uh, fun fact. To. DreamWorks, we talked about it with Madagascar, Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon, all of that. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, they're building franchises. And they make a yeah. movie called Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. The only epic movie. <laughs> Captain Underpants. Yeah, obviously it's a very popular book. Yeah. Series. My, my kids like it, but um, yeah, it's not enough. No. Um, unfortunately, 2018, well, I say unfortunately because we're biased. Disney has to take 2018 too because DreamWorks released nothing in the year 2018. That's kind of wild. Uh, it is wild, but Disney, No Holds Bars, came out with Incredibles 2 and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, both good. Both good yeah. movies. I like Incredibles 2 a lot. Uh, 2019, we saw Toy Story 4, The Lion King. I put it on here because it's definitely an animated movie. There's no live action at all. And Frozen 2. And on the DreamWorks side, we have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Abominable. Abominable is not good. How to Train Your Dragon is good. Hidden World's pretty good. I think it's the weakest of the three. Frozen 2 is awful. I do not like Frozen 2. So this comes down to The Hidden World versus Toy Story 4. And I am also not a Toy Story 4 fan. Yep. I did not like that film. Yep. It should have ended at 3. It felt kind of, the, the story just felt like, again, kind of a rehash of the same concern of yes. like being left behind and not needed <laughs> and not wanted. Yeah, I know. We've done this now literally in every film. We're going to do it again. But it meets its glorious conclusion in 3. 4 just feels like a crappier tie-in of that. And the only thing that I think is kind of good about 4, the only thing that I kind of enjoy about them, I think the idea of Forky. Mm-hmm. Is kind of a funny character, a kind of just hashed together, kind of put together kind of toy. I think yes. that is about the only element of that film that I kind of enjoyed and thought kind of worked for it. Man, this is a tough one. So if you're asking yeah. me to choose, I, I'm, I I will only, because of How to Train Your Dragon, yes. I lightly edge it out and say, hey, fine. It's not the best of the, the three dragon films, but it's still pretty good. Yes. And I would still rather watch that. I'm going to as well because Toy Story 4, to me, the exact same thing that you're talking about with Forky is what annoys the crap out of me. You created this thing where a toy becomes sentient, but you don't really, I want the movie to focus on that. (laughs) There's a whole idea of when something becomes a toy and you're just like, Oh yeah, it's, this is trash and it's just going to be a joke instead of the focus of this movie. We're going to focus on the thing we did that we peaked with all of the toys holding hands in the trash incinerator. We're going to just do that storyline again. Uh, well, that wasn't, yeah, that was in, that was Toy Story 2, right? Because Toy Story 3, they're left on the porch as he's driving away to go to college. Yes. So it doesn't, but you're right, that that scene obviously is the most impactful. But that is a good point. You are right about the Forky character, that him being, becoming sentient and kind of figuring out his purpose and understanding was actually a good storyline that they probably should have stuck with. You're, you're absolutely right. Care about freaking Gabby Gabby. All right, 2020. Onward, the forgotten year. Onward and Soul versus Trolls Ward, uh, Trolls World Tour. Can't say that. And The Crudes, A New Age. Have you? We talked about this when it first came out because I went to the theaters and saw The Crudes, A New Age. Have you seen that movie yet? I have. It is wild. It. I mean, that's like a whole like cracked out drug sequence. <laughs> <out there. laughs> the grandma mm. is next level in that movie. Yeah. 
Uh, I think of the bunch, Soul is the best of those movies, right? A cracked out drug scene. <laughs> I mean, isn't there it's one where they're kind of tripping? Yes, it's 100% yeah. what it is. Uh, Onward was very forgettable. Soul, yep. okay, the difference here, I think Onward was forgettable. I think Soul was forgotten. I think it yes. was a good movie that shouldn't have been forgotten. No, it, uh, it comes out obviously in a bad year. Yeah. We're, we're full-blown COVID at this point. Straight and they to shoved it straight to Disney Plus and it mm -hmm. never got a theatrical release. Now, there's an argument to be made. What does a movie about a jazz player dying, mm -hmm. like what does that actually do in a box office? Does that actually resonate with kids? No, may, probably not. But yeah. it does show Pixar doing more than kind of just chasing. It's true. A massive check it was look it was still trying to find that artistic twist to kind of put into their films and i, I think for that it kind of deserves credit for that yeah so we'll give it to disney for soul 2021 raya and the last dragon luca and encanto for disney for dreamworks spirited untamed which is the one my daughter likes and the boss baby family business <sighs> disney wins this one again kind of by default of, on uh, encanto for me uh, and i yeah i don't i think encanto was fine mm-hmm I'm not like, like, I don't know. I'm not a huge, huge fan of it, but obviously mm -hmm. my family is. So yeah. uh, that one deserves it. Baby. It's better than the Boss Baby sequel. <laughs> yes. Uh, 22, Lightyear and Strange World. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, and then DreamWorks. Come on, DreamWorks. What do you got? It's kind of the opposite of what has been happening. In this year, DreamWorks comes out with The Bad Guys and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. All right. That, that, the Bad Guys is awesome. Yes. Very good movie. And Puss in Boots is awesome. So, Last Wish. Wow might have the best villain of any animated movie ever. He's so good. So good. He's very good. Have you looked up the guy who voices him? No. Very unassuming. You would not you would not guess really? him. Just a dweeby looking guy. Yeah. I'd love that. So good. Uh and then 2023, you've talked about uh, Elemental. We have you know Elemental and Wish, which just recently got a trailer, versus DreamWorks, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, and Trolls Band Together. Uh what's going so to be I'm done with trolls. Yeah. And I've seen that Kraken trailer. Yeah. And I just, it's one of those, like, you're kind of left scratching your head on, like, yeah. who pitched this idea? <laughs> who picked it? Who was like, I want to do a coming of age story. And they're like, oh, that's great. It'll be a, a girl and her name is Ruby. Oh, that's awesome. And she's a Kraken. Like, <laughs> what was that? Oh, uh, that was who the same people who, uh, they're, they're still cracked out from Crude's too. Yeah, and I'm waiting for like the the voice cast, and it's like, and Ruby will be voiced by Helen Mirren. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting for that. That's like that's like uh, prime DreamWorks casting there. So yes. it's uh yeah, I did I hated that trailer, so I already know I'm not gonna like that movie. I can already feel that. Yep. Um. So I don't know. I, sh I showed my daughter the trailer for Elemental, and I said, "Would you like to go watch this?" And she said, "Ah, uh, no," and <laughs> just left the room. <laughs> she uh, seems very particular and picky as yes. a as a kid. I feel yeah. like you could just put a movie in front of me, and I was like, yay! <laughs> yes. 100%. I don't care what it is. Just put it in front of me. I'll watch it. Uh, Wish doesn't look much better. So you know what I'm giving 2023 to? Personally, you can disagree. Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie with Illumination. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one's going to make... I, I think that's already already went over a billion dollars. And if yeah. not for... Again, we're dating ourselves. If not for Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. coming out this weekend, it was number one in the box office every single day. Yep. Since it came out, which is quite an accomplishment, it feels it like it. it and uh, even even kind of heading into the summer season, it looks like it's going to just make just fistfuls of cash um, for Nintendo and Illumi Illumination. Chris Pratt dethroned Chris Pratt. 
only thing that could that's be a great point. Pratt. I didn't think about that. I didn't. Th- what Chris Pratt is having a couple of great weekends here. All right, so Disney got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Ah, <sighs> uh, versus DreamWorks, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So it Disney, was tied at one point. It was, and, and then, then DreamWorks just gives up. I truthfully, up. I don't know how else to describe that other than it yeah. gave up. It kind of felt like it. It wanted to find its franchises, and it, it thought for a period of there, we're going to do Madagascar and spinoffs of Madagascar. And that mm-hmm. was kind of it. It's And uh, that was not working. They put out garbage. I, I, I feel like they have one big project, and then every three to four years, they put that out, and in between is just filler. Yeah. Um, Road to El Dorado and Chicken Running and Shrek, and then three years of garbage, and then Mascar, Wallace, and Gromit, and then three year, four years of garbage, and then How to Train Your Dragon couple years yeah. of garbage how to train your dragon two couple years of garbage how to train your dragon three then a couple years and then the bad guys and puss in boots so we are just a few years away from the next amazing dreamworks movie yeah yeah that's that's a great great point i will say i i was shocked by this list and the fact that i thought dreamworks would stumble out of the gate and instead yeah some of their heavy hitters were at the very beginning and then they just kind of fizzle and like you said mm-hmm. they're kind of like an every three years type of company um I didn't expect that. I honestly thought it'd be much bigger or much worse at the beginning and much harder to fight later on where it was just going to be much bigger movies to go over, but it was the opposite. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, even after all of our pandering and all of our just cursing Disney, Disney's as of right now, give it like 12 more years. We'll check. But as of right now, Disney is the better studio when it comes to animation. I did not. I thought my biases Mm -hmm. would push me against it, but that's how bad DreamWorks can be. When I have to pick the, uh, things like Frozen 2 over, it's like, yeah, it's because, yeah. what the heck? Uh, we, we got Hop. Yep. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, this is, uh, only person to blame right now is DreamWorks. Yeah. They spread, did this to themselves. Spread your good out, DreamWorks. Don't cram it all spread in it one out. year. You're taking money from yourself when you do that in the same year. You know that, right? You know how the economy works. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got this week. See ya.